Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sick kombucha for your woman. It's Jenny. It's been a minute. It's Lindsay. And Lindsay. We're sorry we had no episode last week. We were busy doing our live fucking show. Busy being on stage. No big deal. But if you know, you know, we have, we had an ex-girls up last week. So ex-girls obviously is our Patreon that you can go to. The teases are up. You can sign up, and it's basically the way that you'll get twice the amount of it, girls, but honestly, quadruple the amount of goss because this is our X-rated show. This is really where we spill the tea. We name drop. We talk about our love lives oh. in intense rawness. It's it's just a lot more real and the bearing all of us two, basically. Mm. So if you want a teaser for them, the teasers are all up and labelled uh, in your podcast app. So go have a listen. It's about six euro a month and you will get twice the amount. So you can go have a look. And the best thing about Patreon, I will say, is that you can sign up and if it doesn't suit you by the end of the month, you can just cancel and you're grand. You're not gonna, there's no like 30 day wait until it's cancelled. Yeah, you not, just, it's not the best thing to do is cancel literally contract. the last day of the month because you're charged on the first of the month. So if you sign up, you obviously want to get the full month's worth. Don't be sign- don't be unsubscribing on the 14th because if you've paid the full month, you want to get all the apps. We're not playing our girls. But go but have also, a look. Also, we have been just, we're popping up a few videos. Jenny did a makeup video. Mm-hmm. We have a few chats on there with the girls. So it's a, yeah. it's a lot more than just the podcast. We have vision for x gals which is kind of like building this like online community mm-hmm. that exists on patreon which is exciting so we're going to be putting up more content yeah spilling the sea having the goss and you get to be a bit more interactive with like the questions we've said that you guys depending on the tiers you know you get um mm-hmm. different merch things. money off you can get <coughs> dibs on the questions so it's kind of like you know giving you a bit of sorry jenny's choking and i'm <coughs> i don't care i'm still talking <laughs> Sorry, girlies. We've all been there. I uh, had a bit too much to drink and once up. But yeah, so Apologies, on that, merch discounts. Obviously, if you're a member of our Patreon, $10 tier, get 15% off. And $6 tier, get 10% off. No one else gets discounts on our merch anymore. Only our patrons. You get your but own special code. You do. And if you are a patron, go check for the codes. If you're not a patron, go check out our merch in general. We have fucking amazing new merch out. We've got two hoodies, one in a gorgeous baby pink, one in a black. We've got two crew neck jumpers. They're under the guise of wet and woke. Lindsay hand drew the gorgeous, amazing designs on got these. Got the easel out. 
So these are You're not going to be able to buy them anywhere It's hand drawn tattoo style Tattoo sleeve printed Front back printed Really fucking cool Cozy it gal style Christmas jumpers Yes There's a lot of work that went into them Via the like We had to really push to get the sleeve printing Yeah You know just that little bit more illustration work and stuff But you know It's it's fucking cool We've been loving wearing them As you can see in our Bloody Insta story We never Mm -hmm. have the things off their Minality at this stage But um they wash well actually I washed they my did, pink I was just going to say I just washed <laughs> mine And it's here now And it, and it looks, looks perfect The printing is perfect on it There's no rubbing off It's not one of those annoying Like um, You'll know if you got our last merch It's not like that shiny print There's no peeling of the Which sometimes you can get it's From like kind of merch It's, it's very printed much, It's like into I think it's green the, printed because It must it's, be screen um, printed Yeah Because it's individually It's done printed by order With Teespring So Yeah Um. Yeah it's Like we wanted to just create Something that is like for winter you always have your go-to thing that is like mm. because it's so poxy cold you're just like shoving it on so we definitely wanted to just um create something that's like looks cool but you can throw on and still feel deadly so i was fine a lot of the time in winter i'm throwing on these melody jumpers and i'm kind of like i'm filming all the time yeah. these but are like, like cool ass bitch jumpers but there's cozy <clears throat> there's cool like tattoo printing on the sleeves there's a, tat- there's a print on the back on the front's a little cherry it says it gals on it so you know you're part of the crew but you know these are sh- shit that like i've worn mine out and people are like where did you get that hoodie it's and like, i'm like oh, sorry that's my, my own, own. so go it. check those out girls we're probably going to leave them up for sale end of the monthish, so they are limited edition just like the amount of people that said i wish we got the not ours tote well tough luck honeys mm-hmm. learn your lesson our merch is Always going to be limited edition. So go buy it before it's gone. Yes, because then you know you're going to be one of the few people with it. Like, you know, you're a selected hoe. Like a supreme item. Basically. So, yeah. Well, we would like to say just quickly, just for our own shits and goggles. (laughs) Goggles. Goggles. That are live shows I just want to say Thank you so much To all those crazy Biatches Who came in On a Tuesday And Wednesday night And turned The sugar club Upside fucking down It's insane To be like I mean because Obviously it's It was our second And third show And they were like You know Day after the other So it was Jenny and I in the lead up to it We're like You know apprehensive We don't know if you're gonna It's a Tuesday and a Wednesday The last one is a weekend Kind of thing We were like What? You just never know You and never it's know scary putting on these shows Because you're like uh, You're like Is it real? Are the numbers real? Because we had obviously sold out one The second one was pretty much sold out I think there was like about 15 tickets on the door mm. And we were Like When you hear like Oh it's 200 and whatever tickets sold I'm like But will they remember to turn up? Like because you only ever hear the people being like, I can't come, I'm selling my ticket. And you're like, ah. It's but kind of the same with birthdays. Yeah. I mean, your day of the birthday, the people who are texting you are like, have one tonight, honey, I'm actually at my best mate's kids, Grayson. And you're like, yeah, you're like, oh. you're like no one's going to turn up. But to be honest, everyone who turned up was such a fucking icon. The I was place was packed you as well. All. It was humming. It was like. We were in the backstage area and we could hear. And then when we came out and it was just like roars. It's like. Okay, okay, we've mm-hmm. created a group of deadly gals, gays, and a few toked straight lads in the mix. I mean, it's yeah. just like such a deadly buzz. And that energy that is just like, I think when like-minded people are coming together, everyone's out for the crack. Everyone's wanting to have fun, enjoy themselves, laugh, be a bit outrageous, and just 
be sound have a fucking cool time when that's all under the same roof it just creates this amazing energy yeah that is like so intoxicating what was um one of your highlights of the two shows like funny moment highlight moment just gasness what would be a little standout funny lolly moment for you Lolly moment Let me have a think Oh well I go for mine You go for yours yeah I want to just give An honourable mention To the mad bitch In the cow print skirt On the Tuesday night Front row Fair play I think her name is Meg Because I saw her On Instagram You kept us Buzzing for the whole show Like the bitches In the front row In general Got a shout out On both nights Because they were all Icons and amazing women And because they're Kind of the people That you see Like just from the lighting Because the lighting From the stage Kind of goes on to them So we could kind of see So you get in that Interactive level Of being like Yeah And it keeps That they amped us The fuck up And that girl Meg Was just gas Like my favourite moment Was And we only kind of saw I only saw this in hindsight The next day Looking at the video We did our little like uh, Crowd shot video The insta story Kind Everyone of was up clapping. She was twerking. Like, and she Bouncing posted it on. Her, she posted on her own Instagram saying, "I'm clapping, but not with my hands." <laughs> <laughs> that was so fun. So she, to me, I'm like, you are, you were, a, what's it, MVP, most valuable player of the Tuesday night it Girls show. You were just. You were just lol. You made me lol so much. Yeah, and she was screaming at casually, being like, "Guys, love your dresses." Yeah, she's like, "Jenny, you look great. Your arse looks br- brilliant. Lindsay, your legs, holy shit!" I like I was like, "That is what I need." Uh, and I was like, "Thank you. You were literally like put me on this great vibe. I'm yeah. myself. I'm sauntering around the stage." Anything for you, hon? Any highlights, Lola? For me, hon, um. It was such a great learning experience and learning from the crowd I thought was just like really valuable to me mm-hmm. being like just for future shows because we really want to take this as far as it can go. We mm-hmm. want this to be a constant thing of having like It Goes Live because there is nothing like this in Dublin because there are constantly clubs getting Ireland hunt. shut down in Ireland. Yeah, because there's constantly getting clubs, nightclubs mm-hmm. getting shut down, turned into apartments like it's like, oh, no, sometimes you can feel like. Dublin scene is sucking out and like there's nothing to go to so like for us to be able to have the ability to like go around different venues around the country and just providing a deadly night where we know now that people are guaranteed to be leaving buzz like everyone afterwards is just like so excited and so just it's just like this everyone seems so free like they can come into this night and just let their little wild side out there's no judgment everyone's like we're cracking up we did in the Dare second half safe space there is a safe space to be honest without the whole BC bullshit it's like mm-hmm. safe spaces and literally you can be just a bit wild and oh, mad safe There's space none... for mad bitches not yeah. safe space for snowflakes no <laughs> no no. they will crumble they will melt as soon as they come in yeah. but I just love that like uh, with the second half we were doing interactive stuff we were like you know getting out gals texts from a fuckboy they've been seeing and texting back just ridiculous things like mm. and it was just so fun to see that like when you kind of connect on that level this is why we wanted to do the dating mm. um just revolve it around kind of dating culture and all that kind of stuff or just relationships in general and it's just so funny because that content is just readily available from basically almost every person who we brought up on stage had like a tale and like i mean we brought up a girl and um she had been texting a guy mid the show who was going to collect her in his Toyota Corolla for a ride in the car in the car our agent was like 
Oh, she scootled off out right oh, after that and got into it. She scootled off 10 minutes before the show ended. I was like, that is an it, girl. That's an it, girl. And she went up on like, stage, openly read her text from the fella being like, I can bring the Toyota Corolla around to the sugar club. She was like, what should I write back on? I was like, say yes, you want to get it in? She's like, grand, thanks, girlie. I don't want to come across as too needy, but then I do, do want to shag ride. in the car. So <laughs> We were like, then shag in the car. And she scooted out. Off so she's another MVP, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, but all of you, I think anyone who was there, you guys know now. Please tell your friends. Like we, you know, obviously we reach a shitload of new girls. It's coming up to 25,000, which is incredible. But your word of mouth for us is so much appreciated because we know a lot of girls brought their friends and all that kind of stuff and who never would have listened to the podcast before and it's the best way to bring you don't have to know the podcast to come to our shows that's the best thing no there's no know. catching up it's literally like it's like we it's a stand-up show basically yeah yeah wow. so we just yeah. want to say thank you all for coming there's going to be more soon if you're in somewhere else in ireland that isn't dublin Hashtag big things coming. We are organizing and galvanizing ourselves for 2019 for mm-hmm. It Girls, which probably be the biggest year for It Girls yet. Um, but and it's so exciting. It was just so much fun. And can we just say, we've done this now three times, two different venues. Every time we go in, the venue are always a bit apprehensive of us. Like yeah, they're like, what? who are these random bitches? And by the end of it, the barman's coming up to us being like, absolutely brilliant showgirls. Funny it's coming back. Yeah, like they're obsessed. So if we can turn around the grey dreaded barman (laughs) of the Sugar Club, we can turn around your girly whirlies and they will love it too. But we just wanted to say thank you. And it was just, it made, it just ended the year. Like we started off our full time It Gals with the live show and it feels very apt to be ending off the year with a double had a live show and it was just so kind of like soothing because I think when you did when we did the first one we were kind of like oh shit we did we're you know you just worry about these things we've never done it before we've never had a second show like yeah it's always going to be our first second show do you know what I mean so it's like you're like oh god is it was it a fluke is it like yeah so to kind of see okay this is something we can bounce off this we can grow from this with all y'all so yeah thank you so much anyway 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 enough congratulating ourselves I love talking about ourselves thank you if you're still with yeah, us but we are actually talking about you guys it is actually more about you guys because you made us feel that way because we're up there but you're breathing the life yeah you bring the energy huns um, so my cat's on me Got ASMR can you hear purr? the purr I hope so he's got a very bassy purr I love that. Good day, good day. I'm trying to work, I love that baby. Kitty Kardashian. Um, so we are now going to be talking about something a bit more serious, dare I say? But I was with it goes lolly lol twist. That's not going to be that serious. Relax. We are going to be talking about the PC brigade kind of dare I say attack on Crimbo. Crimbo. Crimbo songs. It was only a matter of time before they started to do this. I just find okay. So obviously, what we're basically talking about is the fairy tale of New York and the baby. It's called outside songs that have garnered a lot of media attention this past week. Mm-hmm. And first, it started off with the baby. It's called outside song. Apparently, it was pulled. Christmas FM came out saying that they mm-hmm. weren't going to be playing the song, which again is just typical fucking 
no balls of the Irish media like some American station in Kansas said they're pulling it and Christmas FM are like oh us too okay, us too okay. we'll follow so in exact suit like that like they'll get in trouble by their brands who like just, do the ads on the feckin' and it's just such a, like, it's such a like virtue signal to be like see aren't we moral aren't we brilliant we're pulling it before there's even an outroar we believe in morality so much we are so above everyone and we just want that clap on the back but they also are more Sore. so just petrified that like yeah they just don't want any good fellas will pull from being a sponsor for Christmas FM because yeah. how dare they talk about like or it's they're just, just they're just petrified of like standing having, up for anything. Ha- handing, having to stand on their own fucking two feet against anything like they people and like you know the the odd fucking like social justice freak will be like absolutely brilliant news but like their listeners Christmas FM's listeners were not calling for that like that's so we'll talk about it. so let's talk about the baby it's called outside okay we'll we'll break it down a little bit people didn't like it because it they said it was kind of reminiscent of date rape that it was you know obviously the premise of the song is this dance between a man and a woman where she's going i got to go away oh baby it's cold outside and like she's saying like oh but these are all the reasons i have to leave and he's going oh but it's very cold outside and the one lyric that they all freaked out over was where she goes what's in this drink and he says oh it's cold outside so they he says um Lindsay's looking up the lyrics here. I am, honey. I am. No, I like so that. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. We're Thank always you. like he says this and we're always wrong. Um so she's like, Say what's in this drink? Now, if you actually look up on YouTube the video that is aligns that goes along with them, um, I think the song came out first and then they used it for some nineteen. It came out first in nineteen forty four and it was mo- used in a movie then in like nineteen fifty six, I think. Now if I'm gonna strip it back into just like, you know, because I always find sometimes when you're trying to find the source out on these mm. things, it's always like in 1954, Donald Redmond wrote that, and it's like, yeah. okay, I just want to know that. See, baby. So basically, yeah, everyone is kind of saying that it's date raping and that she basically he was like, you know, pressuring her to stay. Now we're talking about the 1940s. Can we just? This was a song that was written in the 1940s, and you know, back then. It, you know, one night stands wouldn't have been like a casual hour oh, all fucking riding left, I, right, and centre. Well, the funny thing is, like, I think they happened. It's just it wasn't. It wasn't socially acceptable at all. No, of course they were happening. They've been happening since caveman times. But what I'm saying is, like, in terms of like you know music media, like the way that like that was being portrayed, even like just in society in general, it wasn't like totally. socially acceptable to be just like and going I, over to blokes' house I think half the, and a half. The glass big, of port and yeah. then riding on the couch the bigger part of it was more that like when you really if you know anything about the context like um the 1940s and especially the 1950s more so post-war in america they had it was a big kind of more morality thing so they had a really big stress on uh like sexual morality and it was kind of a play, time in uh this here's my fucking feminist knowledge for all you feminist people who say like she doesn't know anything about feminism here the fuck you go after the, before the 1940s and between the suffragettes and the 1940s women like got, actually got extremely liberated in the 30s and the 20s like they were pretty much able to do every single thing that a man was doing within reason it was after the war when all the men came back from war was when women went really back into the household and there was a huge big morality kind of thing and this is why people weren't you know kissing in the cinema or on you know on the movie screen and it was a big push back and regression for the women's movement so 
what was represented in the media like in this movie was really to try and push a kind of moral hierarchy onto women and men to be like this is how you act it was it was regressive basically they regressed in like the social movement so it made sense that in the 50s they were really pushing this whole thing of like the woman being so like i don't want to i don't want like they really liked to push that whole idea that like sex is bad sex outside of wedlock is bad one night stands aren't good and we should all be doing this and the woman doesn't want it but yes. the man does but yes. when you're listening to the woman's reasoning in the song she's saying like my daddy will be awful worried my mama will be asking where I am mm-hmm. and it's like she's not saying I don't want to shag you no was no she's you know she's been like my I worry like it's a reflection of the social times it's ref- exactly and like <sighs> What's so worrying is that you want to just squash that that ever happened or that that does happen in Mm -hmm. like they're trying to like rewrite history in the way of like let's just pretend that didn't happen because that's going to really help us understand just how things have moved and changed and and understanding history like it's important for like I understand like if you listen to the song because there has been times I remember once I listened to the song before this conversation was around and I was like she's a bit of a mad song isn't it like it's just a bit like I never thought it was like you know encouraging date or even offensive but I was kind of like she's a bit pushy you know that way because I remember I think I remember thinking that when I listened to wasn't it Robbie Williams and or Nicole Kidman and Robbie Williams was it no it was uh, Michael Bublé came out with it again oh I'm thinking then I go and split it all yeah I think it was maybe it was the Dean Martin version that I heard and I think I think I had heard the uh, song and I think I can't remember one year I think I remember it was probably when I was a fucking feminist I was I think I remember thinking like jeez bit, bit pushy but I was never like you know this is clearly endorsing modern age you know sexual assault or even coercion or anything like that but you know there's songs all over the place movies all over the place from a different time like even if you look at like the seven year itch movie with Marilyn Monroe in it. It's about like a man and a woman who like it's all about like oh when you're married for seven years you got the itch to cheat on the gal upstairs <laughs> and it's like Marilyn Monroe coming in and be like oh I've put my underwear in the fridge because my vagina gets hot in the winter. Like obviously this is an extreme reflection on the time and the best way for in my opinion if you want to take the feminist stance on it for young women to see how far society has come that's what I mean yeah it, like you're trying to, to squash something that did happen and has existed for many yeah. years as in like we've listened to the song and been like okay with this kind of song you can still like this is the beauty of just like you know li- like I was listening to a um, Curtis Mayfield song today mm. and it was like the start was like basically saying the n-word saying whites Jews oh yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Sorry. and I was like gas that that was acceptable I'm mm. not thinking I'm listening to it therefore I'm allowed to say it I'm thinking no. like I'm able to recognize as someone with half a poxy brain the other half which is just sloshing around full of drink <laughs> but the half a brain I do have that can acknowledge that just because I'm watching a movie that has someone sh- you know shooting someone in the head or yeah you know maybe like watching a horrendous rape scene on a movie or someone saying the n-word in a rap song doesn't mean that you know I have to say it Mm. I can make my own choices Mm -hmm. or kind of be living in my society and kind of working around what is acceptable in the society that I'm living in yeah 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 
and that again even in terms of like if we're if we're bringing it back to Ireland is like it's very different and even we notice in counties things like, like yeah different things are randomly acceptable or not acceptable or I so mean you can align yourself to your like surroundings which works which is like how you're going to like kind of just you know adhere yourself to your own society which is acceptable like nothing ever like these songs have been coming on like baby it's called it's artist like so you've heard that song everyone knows the lyrics and, and you think, don't even think about them sometimes. I think like two things can be true at once honestly and I think this is the reason why like the kind of social justice activist kind of that whole Twitter bollocks that I don't get involved with unless I hate watch it which I do like to do sometimes just looking at them rabbiting on um they will eat themselves from the inside out because you can acknowledge the two things are true at once baby it's cold outside doesn't like socially fit into the narrative that we live in now but Mm -hmm. and that's grand that's true however is it an enjoyable Christmassy, nice Dean Martiny nineteen fifties? Oh, it's cold outside. Is it a nice little song? Yes. Like you, they. I think like this is the reason. Just as I said, that why those movements will eat themselves from the inside out because you can't deny it's a good song. You just you just can't deny it, and they're just like it's wrong. It's wrong. It needs to be taken down. But when you look at the polls that I've seen online, every fucking poll I've seen polls on bulls.ie boards all these like American sites everywhere it's overwhelmingly people wanted to stay on because art is like subjective it's but up that's, to the I think where the kind of where what's worrying which is like we're not even now listening to like a, we're not living in a democracy in yeah. that regard we're listening to the like three really loud Silent people minority. on Twitter mm. who are like I am horrendously offended though Dermot mm. and it's like they're so annoying we honestly just want to shut up and the rest of us are so hashtag cool that we'll just let it slide do you know, do you know the kind of way and also the majority of people aren't tuned in to like annoying 22 year olds on Twitter and like they're just like oh I haven't heard I didn't even know that was taken off the air and it's just so annoying that you know you know, the, the people are always going to be cause uproar and be offended, but it's annoying that the pe- the powers that be of the radio stations are like fucking bending the knee because all that does is make them win. You Let know, me, that way. I just, I just have this song. I remember when the whole Blurred Lines song came out. Oh, yeah. And um, there was yeah. massive uproar about that. And, you know, I Which was, I can understand more because at least it was written within the context of the time. Of the time. And then I thought of Destiny's Child song. Uh, if you don't know it, girlies, look it up. No, nasty no, girl? no. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, it's going to be like, and nasty I have girl, the lyrics here because this song always comes. Yeah, exactly. The nasty girl was slut shaming. So Beyonce, now like a beacon for feminism, mm. uh, sang this song. You be saying no, 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 no. When it's really yes, 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 yes. You be saying no, no, no. Like that's literally talking about like, I'm not saying. Can you know it's yes to me baby mm. And then if you keep acting this way You're gonna lose my love I ain't got no time to play You better hurry up Cause every time I come round Crews run around your way Like I mean basically just saying like We're getting it on now Or never kind of, like, I mean well, which is like is, But it's kind of like start, This has existed within what, songs and stuff for once years Once you start picking apart Lyrics Where You know With these kind of things Like where does Where's the line like when we start, okay, grand, yeah, we'll all bend the knee to, okay, well, let's not put on Baby It's Cold Outside. 
let's look at every single song ever made and now so the only songs we can literally listen to is row 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 your boat gently down the stream twinkle, merrily merrily twinkle. i'm triggered i'm not merry um i'm triggered <laughs> i once fell off a boat titanic my yeah. great 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 and was agoraphobic like, like okay okay we won't play baby's cold outside let's put on um Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you. Well, you can't own me. Also, bowing How to a man. How dare you? Bowing to a man. I'm not a present. Like, this is a man. I'm not a present. I'm not a present. Okay, fine, fine. We'll put on Blue Christmas by Elvis. No, I That's am actually depression. depressed. No, How but that dare actually, yeah, you? that actually, I would say, Lindsay, completely trivializes depression. What about jingle bells? Well, actually, I've got severe tinnitus in my ear. And, and I, I only have one ball and the jingling of the bells really <laughs> just triggers me because I have to be reminded of my mo- one ball that I got removed last year. And I also, I have premature ejaculation, so jingle all the way. I can never go all the way. No, a lot of the time I don't even come because I'm so nervous about the pre-ejaculation. I don't end up coming at all. I mean, <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Because that's the beauty of art. This is why there's people going into art museums and looking at like three splodges of paint on a canvas and being like... Isn't he a genius? And it's like, oh no, but I just see three splotches of paint. Mm. Like you can expand anything. As in like the way that they're expanding the lyric of the like, you know, what's in that drink? And they're kind of being like, oh, he basically were hypnotized her. And it's like, mm. no, that, she literally could be just asking what's in the drink because he went into the kitchen and maybe poured some wine and she asked for boxy cider. Or you know? if you look within the context of the time, again, what the media were trying to push onto women was like, oh, a woman would never drink something she doesn't know. Or to be honest, they were try- trying to push, and this wasn't the reality, obviously, but they were trying to push like no one really drinks at all. Also remember that this is very close to post like prohibition. Only within the last 20 years, alcohol was illegal in America. So they're trying to push this whole idea that a woman would be like, a man would usually be giving a woman a soda. And she's going, what is, what's in the drink? Like, as in like, is there alcohol in the drink? Like, it's just a different context. It's, you can't copy and paste the context of 2018 19 onto 1944 America. You physically can't fucking do it. It's also, it's just completely pointless to try, in my mind, align lyrics of a seasonal song to something as horrendous as like those horrendous crimes they're trying to align it with like are you trying to say that when this song is playing oh everyone thinks it's grand commit horrendous heinous sex crimes like me thinks not i'm yeah, like sorry someone puts on christmas fm baby it's cold outside is coming on and then uh it's gonna your boyfriend's left, like fellas. up and he's like putting on his runners you're like where are you off to own uh nowhere where are you going i'm gonna raping if you must know Sorry, that song really just tr- made me, got me in the mood. It's just a crazy, crazy thing to, you know, when there are horrendous sex crimes and, you know, rapes and all this horrendous, horrendous stuff that's going on in modern culture that we're going to focus on. On this. A song. Like, there are places in the world where women are being trafficked and we are in our little nice castle in middle class beautiful Ireland or America wherever the fuck you are in the western world and you're going to be 
offend like thinking spending any amount of time and trying to take that out yeah you're like oh i'm going to dedicate myself to a life of fighting sexual violence okay brilliant so what i'm going to do is i'm going to petition for baby it's cold outside to not be played in the radio like i mean and that's what we're talking about in terms of third wave feminism they talk they focus on bollocks like this and it's so degrading when they will then when we denounce the word feminism and then they come at us with like they're middle eastern women who are blah 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 and it's like Yet you will be the one who was backing on Twitter mm. like a little fucking idiot, bashing away in your keyboard, being like, I think end of the day it's completely not regressive to like just siding on about baby's cut outside. It's like this is how hashtag privileged you are. Yeah. That this is what you, you can, can spend af- your time you doing. You can afford to waste on. your time moaning about Grow this. out your armpit hair, hashtag free the nip on Instagram and baby it's called outside get out of my ear like phone please. And it just it shows how absolutely out of touch with like the working class, the like the you know the punter on the street anyone who actually has shit to do or things person, to worry about the really. average person just shows how absolutely out of touch they are because they think that they are doing something for the service of the greater good of the people yet look at like say buzz.ie which would probably have you know a pretty wide kind of uh uh what's it like demographic of people listening i looked in there's yesterday 95 percent of people did not want it banned like you are so insanely out of touch. What? Okay, so first of all, art is something that is out there for to, especially the likes of holiday and Christmas and all that kind of stuff. Especially a Christmas song that's not inherently religious. That is out there to like join the people, like get people together, like get like you know. Rich people can enjoy the song. Poor people can enjoy the song. Everyone's singing a song. That's why people used to do carols because, you know, rich or poor, we're all out in the streets singing Happy Christmas. You know, it's, yeah. it's like that's the whole point of these holidays is that it, it joins classes of people. It joins like people, black, white, rich, poor, yellow, whatever race, color, creed you are. And you're going to now start to be like, actually... We can only sing songs that are approved by me because I have the moral fucking high ground on all of you people. How annoying are you to say that? How annoying can you be? And also, just Christmas, just a fun little Christmas time. Like Christmas, like you're not bothered when it's like a rap song coming out. Mm. It's just like the general songs that there's all, like, I mean, basically any song in pop, you could probably nitpick something and be like, that's actually completely regressive to today's society. And I also just feel that it's really like offensive. And Like you could do it to any song in the charts at the moment, but you're randomly choosing the one that literally the writer's dead. You didn't go on girl. That like, writer's dead. Her, uh, Dean Martin's daughter came out and said that he'd be turning in his fucking grave because he's an, like, she was just like this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a song, a nice song. Well, that's the worrying thing. If you are someone like, if you were Dean Martin's daughter and this is coming up and it's kind of like inadvertently pinning your head father to something like that he would be singing about being a you know, trying to date rape a woman. Like that's, yeah. like, do you understand what slapping that, it, like, you know, she probably was getting a lot of negative attention coming her way. It's like, oh my God, well, I can't believe. the thing is, is that when you Google Dean Martin's name, guess what the, probably the first thing that fucking comes up mm. now is, you know, this is a man who's dead, so he's not making any new fucking headlines. Um, so and he's not here to defend himself. Yeah, so let's move on. As we said, I just thought it was a good kind of segue that you had there of like, what are we going to do? Start, you know, slicing apart different songs now and now we have the fairy tale of new york obviously extremely famous song written by shane mcgowan and the or not the pokes was it shane mcgowan is it the pokes no it's not shane mcgowan and his band i, I think it is the pokes this is the pokes i can't oh, get to google get to google out the there. indies will be like hey jerry yeah, how dare you so shane mcgowan no, and Chris, christy song. mccall sang this song in like the 80s 1986 or something I probably or was it 90s I'm horrendous you know who gives a fuck who gives a fuck they sang it fucking ages ago and the song it was the Pogues babes it was the Pogues well look here's my indie knowledge seeping through never second guess yourself again Jenny Cluffy (laughs) (laughs) New York was what year we talking does it say? Oh, no, it doesn't. But you know, sure, honestly, it doesn't matter. Does anyone give a flying bollock? Ago. If you're that bloody bothered, yeah. look up Google yourself. You're exactly. like, shite. <laughs> so this song is a, once again set in a similar time. It's set in the in the 40s, I believe, in New York. And it's about like an Irish uh, immigrant couple who've basically been down and outs in New York where they moved to New York to big big city dreams most the American like, dream most like those J1ers you know over there who are going to be scootling back when they're, once their 12 months is up and they have basically just become down and out he has they've both become horrible people he's they're hating each other they hate each other they used to be loving each other they're you know the whole scene is that he's this gambler he's a drinker he's drinking all their money away she begrudges him for it she fucking hates him they just Hate each other. But obviously it's an Irish song and what I adore about the song now, it's not my favourite Christmas, Christmas song. Sorry, it's many people's. Yeah, many people's many people, song. they love it as an iconic because it's not the like happy jolly I And I do adore that. Like my favourite Christmas song would be by Aidan Moffat because I love oh, the yeah. whole the grim Christmas vibe. I'm about that. I love a blue Christmas Elvis. I love that too. I love a 50s Christmas. Anything Elvis as well. Please oh. get on top of me. I just honey. love a kind of God, a, 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 fifty, a 50s jingle. Elvis, get on top of me. Just, that's hot. He's hot on. I know, but like he is corpse. I mean, obviously you don't mean dead, Elvis. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone's mind went there. <laughs> oh, I bloody did. But anyway, where was I? Sorry, Kearney's. Trigger warning, Ecophilia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what I was trying to say was basically that, like, uh, what I like about the fairy tale of New York um, in terms of, like, Irish culture is that, like, 
this is obviously like a couple and it's kind of like their terms of endearment mm. have now come into just outrageously slagging the shit out of each other and yeah. that's still in some ways in Irish terms like it's a level of kind of like and it's also closeness. an iconic Irish moment in pop culture because it's uh, huge song like when I was living in New York this was played like I didn't know it was that big worldwide honestly but it's massive it is known worldwide as just a, it's like a Broadway anthem of Christmas and because people love the, the outrageous lyrics of it and they the thing is about it that like for Irish people it's just a mad thing because it's such a specific Irish banter you don't think it would translate it. Yeah, but it really does for some reason. I guess, you know, us Irish, we, we reach far and wide. It reminds me of John and Mary and Father Ted. Mm. Just that kind of like that whole just Irish, like around that time frame as well. It's it's kind of like where it was just like people would stick together in marriages because of that like culture of Ireland where divorce wasn't even legal. So you'd be despising your other yeah. half, but you still stay together. Randomly together. So there's obviously a line in the song where Christian McCall saying, she goes, you scumbag, you maggot, you cheap, les, you faggot. And yes, I am going to say this the word because I don't think you can talk about the song without making the word. Like I've listened to another podcast and they kept calling it the F word. And I'm like, fuck, like, fuck? like that's the F word to me. <laughs> like I'm sorry You know so th- She says the word faggot And This has been coming up on and Twitter And after he says maggot Just She says it No he says maggot And she says Oh she's You're in cheap lousy faggot Yeah, yeah. So, My Christmas my arse What kind of So I think Just for me in terms of like, It does kind of soften the blow It's not like it just comes out of nowhere He says maggot She said Like it's a very easy rhyme there Yeah It's a slag It's a word that exists yeah. That they used in the song And People are basically Now I've seen both. I've seen like some people who are like, no one's asking you for it to be taken down. They just want it bleeped. And I'll just go on the record now before, you know, people start misquoting me. I've, to be honest, I really could give a fuck if it's bleeped. That's grand. I don't care. We bleep the word fuck. We bleep the word slut. We bleep the N word. We bleep, you know, all these other words. Yeah. So that doesn't bother me. And well, it doesn't affect the song no. in a massive way. So and like, like, you know, especially if it's watershed, you know, before 9 p.m., I understand if you don't want your, your kids hearing a song and like repeating it. Like that's yeah. completely does not make I'm a difference I'm grand with me. that, but I would actually prefer it if the, the uproar wasn't around. That's kind My, of what upsets me. Because it's like, oh, you've sucked the fun out of it now anyway. Yeah. And like what the, the thing that annoys me about it is that I don't mind if they're calling it calling for the word to be censored on the fact that it's kind of equivalent to like a swear word a word that's not really in the culture anymore a word that they don't want children learning or a word that they don't want to be kind of seen as normalized blah 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 however the majority of the arguments that i have seen is that they don't think the word should be played during the song on air because it may offend some people and I'm sorry, I couldn't be more. It just gets on my wick. Making a point to censor anything on the basis that some people may be, who knows, hypothetically offended is a really dangerous fucking hill to die on because what can't people be offended by? We, again, have no issue. I have no issue with people being like, Do you know what? It's a bad word. Let's censor it. But even before watershed time, 9 p.m., like, let's not have it out there. 
I could give a fuck That's grand by me I probably wouldn't even notice I actually also think They might I've heard it censored before So Do you know what I mean Yeah but, I don't think it needed To be this public outcry Of kind of like You know The, the whole Twitter sphere Giving their two cents about it It's kind of like, Just just censor it's grand Like, like I no heard gonna be like, I saw on Twitter people saying It makes people feel unsafe When it comes on in their house At Christmas time I saw that too once And I was thinking How patronising Do the gay men that I know the gay men that I know are strong ass people who aren't going to cower in a corner at their family Christmas Shane dinner. Shane McGowan with his toothless head comes on and sings Fairy Tale New York. Like, first of all, if he's at his, and this is me doing a tongue in cheek joke for all you snowflakes out there, if he's at his family Christmas dinner, I'm pretty sure they're accepting of him being gay. Yeah, like, they're not yeah, I be mean, screaming it in his face, pointing at him. You like, but also, come what, on. but again, it's again just all wraps up in the whole third wave privilege level of feminism mm-hmm. that is today. It's like, unfortunately, it's like Christmas is a testing time for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are living away totally. or they don't spend a lot of time with their family and they kind of have to go back. And there's that like family dramas, there's different kind or of people, people have had like you know, deaths in the family and horrendous yeah, or things just, happen around this time. It's a, it's a, it's an intense time where you're you know, basically sat in your home with your family who you may not be that close to, yeah, or there may yeah, be yeah. like you know, bubbling dramas that are still uns- unfinished stuff. What the fuck ever. It's, a, it's an intense time for a lot of people, mm-hmm. which is like, I understand that, which, you know, it's not a happy, fabulous time yes. for many, many people. Yes. However, within that reality comes the fact that you may have to be around your dinner table and be getting offended. And that's just something that on the one day a year of Christmas, you, you either can debate back. That's where there's a lot of Christmas debates and tr- Christmas arguments mm-hmm. or you swallow and just deal with it and kind of tell your friends and the fucking pub in a few days. You know, like I've been around Christmas dinner and we're randomly t- talking about me being a single mother and how difficult it is. And like, yeah. It's kind of offensive when everyone's kind of there, like patting their boyfriend's yeah. knee, and I'm kind like, of like, "Would you not miss having a man around?" Lindsay? I know. You're like, like, yeah, I would take that as offensive. Do I want that to be banned? <laughs> Conversation or any song about single motherhood? I, I know exactly. It's just like, uh, uh, sorry, I'm offended by um, people putting up a family portrait on Christmas Day. Mm. So if you could just please ban that, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook, and um, because it just lightly offends me because I'm a single mother. Like you cannot expect the world to just confirm conform to your standards standards yeah which is like it's it's just everyone has different standards everyone has different lives and it's just really just the privilege that you think you can walk through life and not be offended and also if you are offended not have to fight for your own self yeah. instead it has to be censored or removed so yeah. you aren't even put in the firing just, line of being offended totally it's just like it's it's living in a pretend world because just because they censor the word faggot out of you know or stop playing fairy tale New York. Even say that came to that, or they just censored it. That does not mean that the word is not going to be used or can be used against you, which I completely disagree with. Like, if there are people going around using that word in a derogatory way towards people to make them feel terrible, like I think that's gross. Like you shouldn't be doing that. Like that's a just like you know. But people also weren't calling for him to you know. In the, he uses the word slut in the song, and I just think that. The song is clearly, and you know, Shane McGowan made a statement about this. Will I read it, hon? It's a brilliant statement. I think he put it really and well. Can we just say congratulations? He actually just got he married the other week. And he strung a sentence, a few sentences together. Well, so. it's, it's actually, I was like, oh. I'm only having a joke. I wish you um, were freaking single because I'd be getting up on that. <laughs> Would you be licking the nub? Uh, the little Where's black the nub? Over the tooth. 
If you can get that up, I'm like, where's Heather? Only joking. Um, I say he randomly has a massive one, and praise I say it's ja, always rock hard. Praise Ja to his uh, to his now wife. His now wife was because with him for thirty-two years. Dear God, you deserve those royalties. You deserve those royalties, hon. Oh yeah, fair play. Fair play. So he said uh, the word was used by a character because it fitted with the way she would speak and with her character. She is not supposed to be a nice person or even a wholesome person. She is a woman of a certain generation at a certain time in history, and she is down on her luck and desperate. Her dialogue is as accurate as I could make it, but she is not intended to offend. She is just supposed to be. An authentic character and not all characters in songs and stories are angels or even decent and respectable. Sometimes characters in songs and stories have to be evil or nasty in order to tell the story effectively. If people don't understand that I was trying to accurately portray the character as an authentically as authentically as possible, then I am absolutely fine with them bleeping the word. But I do not want to get in an argument. I just think that's like the perfect way to state it. It's like sometimes in order to portray the bad in the world, you have to portray it accurately. Like when we're showing like war a, movies, exactly. When we're showing a war, a war movie, you don't have Hitler being like, "Oh, I feel really bad about the Jews." Like yeah. he's no, you have to portray him as bad as he was in order to show how horrendous an act it was, the Holocaust. Like, or you know, when you t- make a movie about like Martin Luther King, there's a really good movie of Selma. It's fucking brilliant. In order to show like the horrendous acts upon the black community in the south of america during that time you have to show it accurately and it really hits home you and they're obviously like much bigger um of course of issues. course but what i mean is that like i'm using extreme examples because if to you think of get, it in that yeah. way if he is trying to show a, like two horrible people who are at in a horrible point in their relationship and they're he probably throwing the worst insults at horrible each other. words in order to use that and you know because just, that's what you do in I mean that's what that is what happens sometimes in relationships mm-hmm. when you do get to this horrendous point where you're literally shit slinging and it's like I'm going to use the most offensive thing it's like and it's like do you think by I do think that by ostracizing the word and giving it the level of importance that it, we literally mm. need to bleep it out and people are getting offended and people are saying that they're crying into their Crimbo spuds about this word when it's played on the not the Christmas and FM. Who's Christmas FM during their Christmas dinner? I mean, <laughs> if you if you're that offended, maybe just say, "Mom, we should not play that song." Like, I, I don't know how yeah stressful. Do you, do you think I that it know. maybe gives people it gives the word more power? What it clearly does. Mm. Like, I mean, you're basically saying it's it's a it's like getting hate online. If I got a bit of hate online and I came on bawling crying, be like, "Is this why you want? Is this yes? That's what you want." Yeah. So if I was someone like a, a teenager or like a young or someone who w- wanted to use my words to offend, I sure as hell I'm going to choose that one because I now know that people randomly cry about that word. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking to offend, I'm going to use that word. The power lies within you. It's like the word cunt. Like, or slow. Years like ago. That's in that song. Yeah. But like these words are like years ago. I remember like I think I heard cunt used randomly in a kind of flippant term mm-hmm. towards me. Like, oh, well, you like you my cunt. And I was like. Oh my god! Someone just called me cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I got normalized. I think I was in like the beauty industry, working in that at the moment, and I was just kind of like that, you know. They're like you mad cunt. Yeah, they were kind of using that word, and I wasn't used to that word. It just wasn't like from my like around my area. It wouldn't mm. be like used like that. So I was kind of like <gasps> taken aback when I was like, oh god, that's yeah. mad. You're yeah, saying yeah, so yeah. filthy coming out of your mouth. Ugh. 
And I was a bit judgmental being like, wow, I can't believe she used that. Like, it's such a gross mm. word. Like, I'd never fucking use that. Fast forward two weeks, I'm like, how are you? I'm like, Conte. You know the way? It's like, mm-hmm. words are words. And we do have to remember that. Words are words. I mean, and like, you know, I obviously understand that word, the word like the word faggot or the N word and these, some words hold a lot of weight. But at the end of the day, especially with the word faggot it's like this is a word that i know has been reclaimed by the gay community 10 time tenfold over and gay men who this word is usually used against are such strong people especially in ireland now like i think there's just been such a positive resurgence for the gay community in ireland why patronize them by saying that they're not strong enough to handle a word in a song that's been out longer than it's been legal to be gay you know what i mean like let's give them the power that they are some people yeah maybe offended but i honestly think most of them are lying being like i feel really endangered like the majority of gay men that i know are like strong individuals who like hearing kirsty mccall call her fucking alcoholic husband a faggot they probably laugh at it do you know what I mean? It's like, it's just, it reminds me of the whole like, you know, women can't, you know, it's so triggering for women to hear X, Y, and Z. Like, stop patronizing me. I'm a strong ass fucking woman. I'm a, I'm a grown ass adult. I can get over I think the use of a word around me without, I don't need, and the gay community does not need this, this loud minority to police what they can and cannot hear. It's your choice as a human being in the Western world to listen to a song, to not listen to a song, to choose to be offended by a word or to choose to just I think that's what it comes where I think that's where it boils down to which is the choice you do have the choice as a gay man or as a mother who has a gay son or as a woman um with certain words like slut whore whatever you have the choice to put weight in those words if they're put on you Mm. or you can rise against those words even if they are used in a derogatory way against Mm you um and I definitely found that from a previous relationship of mine where I had an incident where, you know, I was sexually abused and like I expressed that to my partner. Mm-hmm. And then I would, I used to love getting the soul newspaper. I'd get it every day reading it. Mm-hmm. And I'd be reading away and I'd express that this had happened to me and he would see the word constantly in the paper, Mm -hmm. which was rape, 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 or it'd be in TV and movies and shows and whatever. And he put so much value on this word. He was like, okay, I hate that word. I hate it. It triggers me. I think, And it just put so much power and like negativity in our household because of this one fucking word. And I personally, the person who had been abused, was not bothered by that word. But Mm. like... He focused so much energy into the use of the word. And I was just like, do you know what? You can just not care about the word. I mean, it's usually, that's, I think that's a perfect example because in my opinion or in my experience, it's usually the people who have not been victims to the action that take offense in the word. Like, I'm sure, pe- like, you know, a lot of people who I know, a lot of gay guys, especially who I know too come to mind, who I know were bullied in school, I don't think are at home crying about a word if anything if they got you know hashtag triggered it might be remembering the horrendous bullying they had and that's not about the word like hearing it on a radio it's about the context and you know i think the con- like i'm sure a lot of people like you know people that we know like especially in the gay community 
if that word like was screamed at them daily in school and in a really aggressive way of course that would trigger you however it's not being said like that in the song which is like for me which is kind of like you know like you have to be able to differentiate context and yeah stuff. yeah and yeah, also yeah. Like, and nuance you know yeah and also just kind of strip back like i mean i've been in so many relationships jenny and i were just talking before we recorded this we were like talking about relationships and how like i've just grown from like listening to words so like mm. i'll be with guys and they'll be like you're the best thing like oh this is you know i'll do this for you i'll do that for you and i would buy into a relationship because the words and then disregard the fact that none of the action was being taken mm-hmm. we need to just just relax with the word talk with the like obsession with words and like more focus on you know action like it's mm-hmm. the same like when jenny and i decided to not call ourselves feminist anymore everyone was so fucking obsessed with it not <laughs> us not using that word totally disregarding the fact that we have a podcast dedicated to women run totally by women run by women totally dis- help for helping women totally disregarding the fact that i have a facebook group for 25k women again dedicated to helping women i don't want to use that word they're ignoring all the actions and they're focusing on the word because you're basic fucking idiots with no brains and i'm sick well of if all you can do is align yourself to a word or an ideology or whatever like that's i mean that's a weak argument their because argument begins and ends with yeah but like like I'm yeah but like at the end of the day like yeah like and it's I'm also just, like it's like, a freaking instagram bio at the end of the day but like i think at the end of the day one another thing just to close off on because i know we're running out of time uh-huh. a thing that i've kind of heard that i find frustrating about this is i've seen a lot of chat on twitter again um that people on the banning side of the fairy tale New York kind of argument are saying like I cannot believe people are fighting for the right to say the word faggot and I'm like no like no I don't think I mean maybe there are a few idiots who want to say it but like as someone who I as I said I could care less if it's censored I just care about the context in which it's censored because that I think then affects the culture like if we start to pick away at songs and choose like songs that we want to ban because of the well, words. It's not even songs. No, but like I'm just making that as an example. Mm. Like to me, that bo- that does bother me because I don't agree with censoring art because I think art is a way that people and humans. It's what basically has separated us from the freaking animals. Like art is one of the most amazing things that human beings have been able to express themselves within for millennia like if you go back to the oldest caves there's freaking etchings on the wall so like human beings i do not think especially artists i don't think artists should be restricted in what they produce i think like obviously if it's extremely controversial or if it's extremely like even in some senses like offensive it can be like you know you can look at it and be like, whoa, maybe that's a bit far. But I don't think people should be like, you're being taken off the air, losing your job because you did one thing that I didn't like. And I just think that like, it's such a reductive argument to say that just because you're questioning the context in which a word or a song or say, baby, it's cold outside being taken off air, just because you're questioning the context in which it's being removed does not mean I'm fighting for the right to be screaming the F word around the streets of Dublin. Like, I don't use that word. I don't go around calling people that word. And it's really, it's a... And it's quite a simple word to remove from your vocab. If I you, mean, it's not even in my vocab, you know, that no, way. No, but like, it would have been um, probably, like, I think when our parents maybe were growing up, I'd say that was a word that was thrown around quite flippantly and easily, like, and without a honestly, lot of weight behind it. I do know, and the, then. the people hate this as well, but Dave Fanning made this point. 
that word has been within Irish slang, not as a derogatory word towards gay people for ages. The word faggot in a lot of old Irish slang means a mischievous person. And my granny used to call me that. And this is a woman who was born in 1916. So, and this you know. is, it's just the same as but, like gay can also mean happy and joyous, whatever. But the word faggot especially is, I think also, I'm, Dave, I was listening to News Talk. They were talking about this And Dave Fanning called in He was just like Look if you look up A lot of the definition of the word If you go beyond the Obviously 100% derogatory word Towards gay people Especially gay men It also means Like it has been used Towards like being like A a cheeky woman It's also used Just being like A mischievous kind of like Maggot Again Like another Irish Kind of word It's just an extension Of that word Like from In that regard And I also Obviously means You know But it's not really In the culture anymore To use it that way And I don't know really i don't know anyone but this is where class comes in where it's very much a class system of like which Mm. happens a lot of the time which upsets me Mm -hmm. not to the point where i'm crying (laughs) but you know it it just bothers me to a small amount that i'm kind of like i feel like you know maybe the more inner city parts are like you know whatever of dublin for example yeah would be targeted more for their use of language rather than Mm -hmm. someone you know from a wealthier background who's been brought up to talk a certain type of way and it's just, under it's the guise much- as well of like social inclusion that's yeah. the most annoying part like they're just being like fucking haughty totty lords of the world through the guise of social justice when mm. they're not when it's just that you actually can't handle uh working class people and the way that a lot of working class people speak and especially even if you look at the song it's like a stalwart of irish emigration working class poor mm. irish this it was written within the kind of way that working class irish people sang or spoke and if you can't see that then i i think you should probably go back to school and read about context because i don't think anyone in the world listens to fairy tale in new york and thinks this is set in 2018 between a modern couple they're singing about the boys in the nypd choir like i mean it's obviously set if you look at the video it's set in the 40s it's set it's a it's meant to be a pinnacle of a huge part of irish history which is um irish emigration and just how big-headed are you that you can't accept that history happened Mm. that words were acceptable years ago and also like why are you looking at i mean i just find it mad i know you mentioned it earlier Lindsay, but i do think it's a really important point to look at like so we're not going to allow this or maybe it's cold outside and again, I wouldn't call for the opposite either, but but you're going to allow for actual rap songs where they make legitimate threats on people's lives. Or they're going to be like, I fucked your bitch while she was passed out. Like, they say mad shit in rap songs. Once again, mm. on the record, I don't think that should be censored either. I'm free speech through and through kind of gal. But, but why this? And that's the weird thing with like online virality. Mm. It's like, Baby, it's cold outside. Like, please, that's I mean, a little fucking song where he's just trying to, <laughs> you know, it's the dance between a man and a woman who is like, they, they so both want to ride, but they don't want to come. She doesn't want to come across like she wants the poxy ride. Like, oh, we've all been there, don't lie. Yeah. Like, and you're like, folks, like of all, all songs, that random one. Yeah. That's just how we take, like, what? And I think an excellent point to end this podcast on is that, Apparently, like, three of the stations that have said they're taking off have done another poll. 
70 to 80 percent of people want it back on they've all put it back on fucking air so you just you can't hula hoopla for nothing I would just love to make this a like, public cry. Like, not that I think Irish press will do it. Please stop bending the knee to people who just want to spoil the fun of the masses. These, like, are majority middle class, upper middle class, like, fucking stuffy ass arseholes who can't mm-hmm. handle a light bit of banter they or can't pub talk. brushing past them on the Lewis. Yeah. And- Assault! It's like, for fuck's sake, no one please is, stay inside. You can't handle the world. Like, no one is calling for people to be allowed harass gay men on the streets. Literally, no one has ever said that. I, I understand, and once again, on the record, have no issue with the word being censored as if it's a swear word. That's grand. Do what you want, girl. And I also, again, will say, I think it is. Like, I think that's already happening. Because I remember hearing it years ago, and it was like, you scumbag, you maggot, you cheap lousy. Merry Christmas, my art. Like, I was yeah. like, oh. I'm sure it's like, I mean, and again, I mean, at the end of the day, you have got there. Like, I mean, we have got there. Like, you're saying that, like, we don't want to use this word. This The word isn't acceptable no. in society anymore. It's not a word generally used. No, it's considered if I heard a that, word. I don't use that. I don't feel comfortable using that word. I, I can't bring myself to use that word. And it's not a big deal. I just removed it from my vocab. I didn't think much of it. I mean, it didn't it was never fit in even today's really, society. So I feel like it w- we're not even a, a part of the situation where or the, the conversation in the culture. It wasn't really ever in our vocab. You know I, that way? I don't think I ever used it, but I think it would have been definitely more acceptable when I was kind of growing up in school. It would have been a bit more used and it's just right. like phased out. With which, which, like, I mean, my gran used to use the N word to describe her tan when she came back from Spain. That was acceptable back then. My nan wasn't a racist person. That was acceptable conversation. Word change and move and grow and come in and out of fashion just like me bopping down Henry Street in clogs probably isn't you know the most fashionable thing right now accept it it's just it's fine it's Mm -hmm. not a massive deal we don't need to be like in uproar outside the doll being like get it off the air like honestly such a waste of time and it's just just like the lack the the privilege is just so mortifying yeah like if I, I said to someone earlier on we were talking about it and I was like if you have the time in your day to be worrying about what song you may hear on a Christmas station you probably don't listen to dear god your privilege is showing and I mean that in the actual way not in the fucking feminist annoying bitch way like the privileged life you must lead to be to be able to afford to care about a song like that like Think of all those, think of like the gay women and men who are being thrown off buildings in Iran. Like, maybe concentrate the effort there. Maybe think of like all the women across the world who are sold into sex trafficking. Oh no, actually, I'm, I'm actually just going to moan at a radio station for playing a Dean Martin Christmas song. <laughs> Please get your priorities straight, girlies. Not you guys, I know you guys. No, no we're just talking about agreeing. this whole thing. And like the reason we talk about it is because we will consistently and constantly try to just like breathe a bit of reality into the insanity that seems to happen. And I obviously, and like, you know, even in terms of to kind of wrap it up, it's like this is definitely exists solely in the Twitter sphere and in the kind of like anyway. yeah. and the only worrying thing is that the people like the media and the radio stations listen to the kind of Twitter sphere rather than listening to the democracy of the like general public mm-hmm. who are like voting on the polls the everyday man and that's why they're dying and that's what's like upsetting that it's like oh we're listening to Anya and Una harping on on Twitter instead of like the actual you know general just public who their are, audience yeah 
the who same to the radio? Who around, able to live and maneuver through the like, who the listens to the to fucking the radio? The working class people work driving around in their fucking trucks. People, list, like builders working on the street. Fucking upper working class, class middle where fucking you can feminists radio work. do not listen to the radio. If they do, it's in their, in their BMW on the way back from the fucking office. Like, give me a fucking I would like break. to wrap this up by just being like, the reason that we talk about this is because we will not be cornered into not fighting back you will not scare us into not speaking up to the insanity that you're trying to spew at us we will constantly fight back and we'll constantly win so um enjoy that put that in your moon cup smoke it up light it up baby you dirty bitch so we if will you're offended you're welcome we were you we are made welcome you fucking move if you want more it girls make sure to go to it girl or patreon.com forward slash it girls podcast where we have another episode coming out tomorrow if not we'll be back next week with more it girls let us know what you think via email via tumblr via instagram yeah, whatever way you want we love you girls and we'll see you all fucking later Bye. It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll sing you with me, babe. You can do the babe so freakishly well. The babe, I'm really good the at The baby is cold. Oh, I'm singing you. From any way to go. I Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.